Welcome to the Courage Meant to Go podcast, where we share good news, great laughs, and real life stories to encourage you as you face life today. And so much more. Welcome to Courage Meant to Go, episode number six, and I'm here with uh, a young man, a good friend from the past. Um, I've known him for quite a few years now, sadly way more than I thought, which means I'm really getting older. Uh, his name's Alex Young, and uh, I've been seeing Alex more lately and, and around, and he's just an intriguing young man. And Alex, first of all, how old are you? I'm, I'm 26, Mitch. All right, 26 years old. Um and I've, again, I think that I've figured out that I've known Alex at least 15 years or so. And uh, Alex um, was in my FCA group um, at school. So every Monday, actually, the school would let us come in as a pastor, uh, do a little devotional with the kids that came early to school and uh, give them donuts and juice. And so I was like the donuts and juice guy. I'd, I'd be in charge of carrying those in and we'd do a devotional. So we've uh, been excited about that, um, just to be a part of schools. And any way we were able to love on the kids in school, we kind of just did it. So that's where I met Alex, um, and also at church camp when mm-hmm. Alex was a wee little man. Um, and uh, young, I'm talking like probably, yeah, 11 years 11. old or so. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was in my cabin. <laughs> and little did we know that 15 years later or so, He'd be doing a podcast with me, but uh, Alex, I guess, um, tell us, I guess, what you've been doing the last eight years or so. Yeah, so um, thanks, Mitch, for having me on the podcast. Um, it's incredible to see what God is, has done in your life and has continued to work through you. Um, so the past eight years, um, pa- so in 2012, I graduated from South Ripley. Um, from there, um, I was accepted to Manchester University um, in North Manchester. Um, I, I pursued my bachelor's degree in biology chemistry, uh, applied to pharmacy school, got in right away, and I, I, I just graduated um, in May. Um, so I graduated this year. And so right now I am one half through my board exam, so I passed my content NAPLEX exam. Um, I, I still have my, my law exam to take and um, getting ready for that right now. Um, that, that's been on, on the school side of things. Um, God has been working in my life through um, church, um, through my time, my time away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been at various churches, um, ministries, um, helping out just wherever God is, is guiding me through. Um, it, it's walking through with an open hand and just saying, God, what, what do you want to do in my life right now today? And Yeah, so the amazing part about this, and he doesn't even know this, is the last couple episodes have been, God, what do you want me to do today? And more about giving up our control of our everyday life and what you just said and went right along there with it. And uh, there's just extraordinary people walking around that we don't realize what God's doing in their story and how he's using a lot of us and we get discouraged i think in today's age it's like man is are there any other christians around is there is there people out there that are doing great things and enjoying life of what god's given and alex is one of those 
guys that just smiles and a lot. And uh, that's a great thing. And I hope you continue to do that. Um, and as, as great as it is, um, you know, that you've just got done with pharmacy school and you're going to be a pharmacist like you are and uh, you're about ready to serve the community. How, I guess, in that, how have you been serving Mm-hmm. And how do you look at pharmacy as an ability to serve? You know, yeah, I know you've thought about this. Yeah, so that's a great question, question Mitch. Um, so when I was a senior in, in college, um, I went on a medical medical uh, practicum. So we went to Nicaragua. And question is, how do I use how do I use the gifts that God has given me to um, to bless others? Be a, be a gift. Um, and so it was through a, a, it was this World Healthcare Missions Conference I went to in Louisville in, in 2000, 2015 in, in November. And it, it was through that that I saw that I had the opportunity to go out and, and to serve on mission trips using my, using my field um, of you know, pharmacy, really wanting to, to go in and use my, my gifts. Um, so that's something that, that I've continued praying about and, and looking into is how can I, how can I use what I've been taught to go out and, and to do that? Um, as well as if I may not have the opportunity to go out and to do that all the time on, on a year basis or every five years or, or so, how do I, how do I show love to the people that walk in the pharmacy? I mean, what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? I may not always have that opportunity to go out and take that trip or the, or the time that I would like to do that, but how do I show love to the person that I, I, I don't know their situation or their background, and how do I show love through um, dispensing a medication hopefully one day? Oh, man. You know? I can answer that question for you. Yeah. I think oftentimes we do see missions as somewhere across seas. And I just did that the last two years, and I'm excited to go back across these more. But we forget about the missions that are around here. And I'm telling you, the most chaotic, hectic, sometimes the most frustrating line is at the pharmacy line. Hmm. It's because there are people, and you have to remember, Alex, okay, I get called to hospitals, not as much anymore with the whole COVID thing. Yeah. Man, my family members in the hospital, they're sick. That's pretty much a guarantee that I'm going to hop in the car and go there. But what you have to realize is you are ministering to these same people because here's what happens. They just get out of the hospital, which is the hardest time. They're wondering, am I really supposed to be out yet? Am I really better? Mm-hmm. And they always have a prescription to pick up. And I've noticed this because I'm like, how many times I've left a doctor's or, and it's just a pain to know that I have to go pick up this prescription. Like I want to get it directly from the doctor's office, but you already feel bad enough and you feel really sick and then you got to go wait in line at a pharmacist. And I look at that as you have the ability to diffuse a lot of anger, frustration, sadness, just sickness, just with the way you treat people. And I know you're going to do a good job at this because that's just who you are inside and out. Um, and just smiling at people and, and looking at them and caring about them. I know that makes a huge difference. I see... The, we were talking about earlier that a pharmacist, you know, they're filling meds. Mm-hmm. They are giving shots now. Yeah. And they are um, also answering questions. 
And the, when I think it's in those opportunities, you get to have a one-on-one conversation with someone who's really sick. It's kind of like, I don't see it as a whole lot different when people came up to Jesus and wanted healed. What can I do? And they're asking, they're going to ask you, what can I do to be healed? Mm-hmm. And that's a huge responsibility. And that's why you just went through eight years of schooling. Yeah. To know, and you told me something that was great earlier when we were talking is, if you don't know, you'll tell them you don't know. Yeah. But that you'll find out. That's exactly. important. Yeah. And, and uh, but yeah, you'll have a great opportunity. Again, I know that's where people are sick, they're tired, they're frustrated, they just got out of the hospital or whatever, and then they come to you, which you have the opportunity to really um, help along their healing or <laughs> they just fall off the deep end somewhere. So know that what a huge opportunity. And it's sometimes people in society that do those jobs get overlooked and all we look at as the outsiders is well they get paid this much or but they don't realize i'm telling you the last pharmacist that i went to this guy was it is at least 60s and he was running around like crazy like i bet he he walked over three miles just in the 20 minutes i was there he's walking (laughs) around he's helping each of the technicians is that what the other technicians yeah yeah he's working with them or she's working with them and they're trying to to do everything meanwhile there's people that are at the window yelling and and you're just doing it all and so i see that it's a frontline work for sure um, that's often overlooked because we always think that it's easy they sit behind a desk but you're dealing with people constantly and therefore you have the chance to love others so i if you don't see it yet i see how you're <laughs> going to help so many people and just give them hope there's times that yeah especially the people you work with when they're discouraged, um, when they're just wore out, yeah. you can give hope. Um, and I just want to encourage you people out there listening, like you may have one of the most stressful jobs. You may be ran ragged right now, but to give people hope and smile at them and actually acknowledge them when they go by, it's such a big deal. And Alex, I pray that that's what I've done for you in the past on a Monday morning when you <laughs> drug yourself into school and uh, that I could bring some hope with donuts. <laughs> Do you remember anything that I ever taught you or is there anything that stands out? I guess Um, most people I asked are like, no, nothing really stands out, but I can remember it was Mrs. Grossman's class when we first started out. And uh, my job was to get the cups out of the cabinet and get everything uh, lined up to serve these teenagers that were walking in on a Monday morning. Yeah. So biggest thing, Mitch was um, on, on those Monday mornings. um, I just always remember not not specifically any one like at any one point of time but you were always faithful in in bringing a message you were always there um i just remember the times you were at church camp and and now you're you're a pastor at at Zenus, and um i'm just amazed at your at your ability in in your endurance and your faithfulness and um uh, that that's what i that's just what i remember from not any one specific moment, but just seeing you through the years. I always tell people, they were like, how can I make an impact in younger people? And I always tell them the same thing. Just be there for them. It's not even the words you say most of the time because they probably won't remember. And this is just kind of, I was kind of putting a point out there. Not only, not always do they remember, but they just knew that you were there for them. And, uh, and then years later, it comes to fruition. Like, hey, that young man that... You know, I got to see every week. Now he 
is going to be able to teach me some things or if I'm sick or something, if I go into the pharmacy and see Alex, he's able to, to help me. And all those years that I was able to invest in his life, um, there will be return. And then even if I never go to the pharmacy you're at, there's still a return because I see you worshiping God somewhere. And then I'll see a return when you meet your Mrs. Young someday. And if you have a family, I get to see that whole process and, and just thank God for what he's done because I want to tell you, when I started out, and when I, especially when I met Alex, when I was even at church camp, I was as green as could be for as far as a pastor, quote-unquote, was concerned, a youth pastor. I didn't go to seminary. I didn't have the right answers, um, but I was there, and I consistently showed up. And that's what you know the community sees. They see people who are there for them consistently because a lot of these kids and young people don't have that at home. Um, Alex mm-hmm. is thankful he has had that. But a lot of people at school that you see these teachers, and that's what I was talking to my wife the other day, we see the, the outcome of that. Uh, one real quick thing, I was the other day I was doing a funeral, and uh, I don't really like to do funerals, obviously. Nobody does. But I was doing it to serve the family, and I had a teacher that me and Alex both had and come up afterwards and just talk to me about what I just said at, at the funeral service. And he, he just encouraged me. said, man, I was right on. And this wasn't a t- teacher that I would have normally been like, oh, yeah, you're exactly the man of faith I've looked up to. But at the same time, it was just a neat dynamic that the teacher, because I still call him Mr. and then his mm-hmm. last name, the teacher was able to say, um, to see, um, I was able to serve the teacher, I guess, um, in a different way. And just a, a real blessed feeling um, that we can always remember from. And I'm just thankful, and I, no matter what age you are, you can always learn from somebody else. And that's a very, very important thing to remember is you can always learn from somebody. And as I see a lot of the youth group kids growing older, I know I can learn from them. Um, there's Alex, just for a fun to break it up for a minute. Yeah. I asked you this a little bit earlier for a reason, and I, something I like to do, and I don't do this with everybody. Actually, maybe the first. I'm not sure on the podcast. But uh, I asked you what your kind of favorite verse or a verse that you really go to a lot. And so I want you to kind of tell me that verse, but I want you to tell me in a a different accent. (laughs) See how good you are at that. But you can explain the verse, obviously talking like normal Alex, but (laughs) see if you can pull the verse off in a different accent. I know this is stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit, but I figured – it could kind of be a little funny, but also say the verse. So explain okay. kind of what it is. And then. All right. So the verse that, that I keep going back to uh, time and time again is Isaiah 40, 31. They that wait upon the Lord um, shall renew their strength. They will mount up on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. Um, so now you want me to say that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you, I, All right. you could say it in really any accent you want. Um, yeah. See which one you pull off here. Let's see. I know I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't yes. give any of these questions, or I didn't tell Alex he had to do this ahead they of time. They that wait upon the Lord shall mount up on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. Hey, you know, I'll take that. That was excellent. <laughs> it's, it's um, it doesn't great. matter what accent it was. It's just different than your normal. Yeah. Um, so a couple different verses, and, and, and being able to learn from others, and this is what I think when I – I look at Alex, or I hope that people look for me. And, and talking about Jesus, Paul's talking to Timothy. And Timothy was a young guy, 
um, but he was strong. And I'm seeing today in 2020 a lot of young but strong in their faith people. Alex is the third young person I've, um, I guess, put on the podcast. But it's so important to know and, and be encouraged by there are some young people out there and there are some old people out there and all the in-betweens that are seeking God. And what Paul says to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 11 and 12, it says, Teach these things and insist that everyone learn them. Don't let anyone think less of you because you're young. And I'm sure you're going to get this, Alex. When you go into the pharmacy field, they're going to be like, man, you're awful young to be a pharmacist. And then they're just like me. I went to speak places before, and they're like, well, our speaker didn't show up because they didn't know that I was the speaker because I look young. And uh, But don't let anyone think less of you because you're young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. Until I get there, he says, this is verse 13, focus on reading the scriptures, encouraging the believers, and teaching them. And I guess through your kind of college life, or maybe even high school, whichever, you don't have to point out anything specific, but when you, when there were temptations that came your way, mm-hmm. you've always been raised in church, is that correct? It is. As far as you can remember? Yeah. How did that foundation help you against the temptations? Yeah. So temptations, I mean, you're, you're going to encounter them, obviously. It's, it's, you can't um, not avoid them. It, it's, it's where you put your, your mind. It's, it starts in, it starts in the battle of, of your mind, really. Um, and so the way that I've battled through temptation through, um, through my life is focusing on scripture I mean, you gotta you gotta find a verse that whatever you're dealing with, I mean, it can be anything. You need to focus, go th- read the verse, and then also recite it. And then when you come up against that whatever temptation it is, make sure that you're able to recite that and to to battle off. Um, I mean, Jesus used scripture when he was tempted, so he is our example, and and we should do the same. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. He, That was his way out with Scripture. And uh, that whole verse, uh, don't let anybody look down upon you because you're young, that's actually a temptation that I've let happen. I let people, people's words about me, mm-hmm. uh, you'll never make it a year, you'll never, you'll never do this. Uh, I've had plenty of those. And I can continue on when I look at Scriptures like, don't let anybody look down. Because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, it doesn't matter even what I say about you, Alex, or um, any of the naysayers or whatever else, it's what you're equipped with God to do. And uh, it's amazing that, so whether you're across seas or helping people there uh, a couple weeks a year or a week a year, or you're in the busiest pharmacy uh, department, which that's probably where you'll be, to be honest with you. Know when these people give you a hard time, because they will. You always hear, Anytime you deal with people, and that doesn't mean, even if you're a pastor, you'll have your your negative Nancys and your uh, plenty of positive ones as well. But you get a little bit of everybody. And sorry if your name is Nancy, anybody who's <laughs> listening. Um, I don't really mean you. But knowing what God has, has put into you and um, just really relying on it. You're not relying on people's words, but you're relying on God's word. And uh, God's word is always strong enough to cut through anything that's going on in your life. So I appreciate you pointing out. Um, that just going to scripture because we were talking earlier about 
we can listen to a pastor we look up to, but there's always going to be a flaw somewhere in that. But when you go to God's word, it's amazing that there's no flaw. Um, what would you, I guess a couple closing questions here. What would you tell a young person who's maybe sophomore, junior, senior in high school that they're kind of struggling because they don't want to go eight years, but they know that they've kind of been called to be a doctor, be a pharmacist, be in a, um, any of those pediatrician, anything that takes a lot more schooling, what would you kind of encourage them with? The biggest things, um, kind of the advice I would give would be, be patient, um, wait on the Lord and, and be teachable. I mean, so many times I've had to be patient and I know that whatever you do, give it give it all um to the lord i mean it, it, it's hard that it's hard with the amount of years of school you have to go through and it, it's difficult because there's always a battle day in day out but you know that what you're doing is for god and and so let that let that be your reminder when when you're tempted to maybe give up or you, you feel disappointed or, or let down um always always push through you know that your prize is christ um, and so just having a, a teachable spirit will take you a long way saying, you know, I don't know all the answers, but I will look it up for you. Or, you know, let me have a teachable spirit so that people can instruct me that I can hear their words and apply it to my life. So let me read through God's word and, and apply that in my life. I, I, I need that. I need to be getting, you have to be getting in the word daily. You have to in order to grow spiritually in, in every area of life, you got to base it on God's Word. Yeah, and that's great advice. And uh, for the future, I, I just, I don't know what verse it is, um, but it just came to my mind is keep your eyes on Christ, the author and perfecter of our faith. Yeah. And when you do that, and I know this may seem like an extreme Christian podcast, which maybe that is what it's for, for those people who are ready for more meat in their faith. Um, but no, Alex's age is 26. Um, people I've interviewed has been a little older and 50 or 42 or whatever. Know that there are people out there to encourage you. Uh, there's, uh, different missions that are going on, different services and churches and so many things that we always think we're cheating on our home church. <laughs> I remember I was asking Alex earlier, how do you people look at that? Like, when you're going to other services at other times of the week. Um, Alex does the same thing me and my family do. We, uh, different days of the week, we go different places um, to be fed, to feed others, to minister. Um, I know you mentioned that you went somewhere on Wednesday and uh, mm -hmm. Fridays. And I want you all to know, like, there's, we're all in this together as much as it doesn't seem that way. Uh, churches, we're in unity together if we want to accomplish something. And people will know we're Christians by our love for one another. And uh, so, yeah, just uh, thanks, Alex, for just being on here and just sharing uh, your wise advice. Um, <laughs> you know, I hope my son grows up and is at the point that you're at to where um, and you really rely on your faith. Um, anything else uh, that you wanted to, to share? Um, I, think, I think that's all, Mitch. Yeah. I mean, thank you for having me. Yeah. 
Well, thanks everybody for listening and and, then we look forward to uh, catching you on the next podcast. Thanks everyone for joining us on our podcast today. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And if you know anyone else that could use some encouragement, we'd love if you would share it with them. We're all in this together. So until next time, my friends, on Courage Meant to Go.